Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. You get what you celebrate. That's the powerful lesson former Home Depot CEO Frank Blake learned while engineering a corporate turnaround. While he has spent most of his life in the business world, Frank decided to take a crazy good turn and create an organization to celebrate people who are doing something right. Frank, I need to start this conversation just by saying thank you because you had me on your podcast, Crazy Good Turns. And, um, you know, that in itself was really nice and it was, it was a compliment for sure. But the way that you have helped me to reach other people or the way that you're spreading kindness to other people through me by the giveaways and all of this stuff going on with your Crazy Good Turns organization is it's just really humbling. So I just need to say thank you. Well, no, thank, thank you, Nicole. But thanks goes the other way because um, I so enjoyed the podcast and it was so interesting talking to you. And you have just a brilliant way of connecting important general thoughts with illustrations that lead to aha moments. Oh, aha, that's it. That nails it. And it was just terrific. And at the end of it, uh, I mean, I knew you had a new book coming out, uh, but it, it hadn't even occurred to me to do a book promotion uh, with with your new book. And it was just an obvious, oh, my gosh, I have to, as many listeners as possible, have to get a free copy of your book because I'm sure it is phenomenal. And And for anyone who's listening to this, I mean any of those words would make a person feel great. But then I think about the fact that, you know, you're the former CEO of Home Depot, not like a Home Depot, but like all of the Home Depots. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh. Okay. It makes me a little like red in the face. Ah, not so thank not you. Well, I need to talk about this amazing podcast, this amazing organization, Crazy Good Turns. And, you know, like I just mentioned, you, you are a former Home Depot CEO. So how did this come about? Uh, so the podcast came about because one of the things I learned at Home Depot, um, first, Nicole, for your listeners, I'm a lawyer by training. Becoming the CEO of the Home Depot was not something that I ever expected uh, up until the nanosecond before the board called and said, you're going to be the new CEO it never occurred to me I'd be the new CEO, not even, you know, I was no longer an attorney. I was doing M&A activity, mergers and acquisitions activity. I never really led large groups of people. Suddenly to step in in an organization with that many people I'm responsible for, thinking about how you do something, how you, how you move an organization of that size uh, was one of the most important things for me to think about in terms of running the company. And what I learned over the eight years that I was CEO was that the best way to connect with people and uh, get alignment through an organization is through recognition and celebration. So when you see someone who's doing something great along the lines of what you want the organization, the company to be doing, take a minute, uh, call it out, recognize that person and celebrate her or him for what they're doing. And I learned over eight years that that's hugely powerful, that it actually works. And so when I left Home Depot, 
the person who ran communications for me also uh, retired at the same time. And we said, we need to do that more generally for people who are doing great things for others. We just want to recognize and celebrate people who are doing wonderful things. That was the birth of Crazy Good Turns. And it has been the most fun working on because I get to connect with people like you where I go, this is amazing what you're doing with your podcast, with your books, about how you're getting people to think about kindness and how that, I mean, I was so moved by your description of, you know, there's so many things that happened to you where you could be feeling sorry for yourself, turning inward, and then you had a moment of no, of realizing, no, actually the path to strength and greater happiness is by helping out others and being kind. And uh, yours is an extraordinary story, and I get to interact with a lot of other people who have extraordinary stories. So it's been a blast. So going back to, you know, decades of being a lawyer, it seems like this idea of celebrating the good things people are doing is maybe more recent, that that it's almost, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. Well okay, said. okay. Yeah. Much more recent, yeah. So, okay, I, I just, I'm, I'm wondering within the business world, because it seems like it should be the other way around. Like, uh, I am in charge. I am laying down the law. This is what we need from you. Make it happen. And when in your career did you decide, I don't want to do it that way? <laughs> so, so this is a, a, a bit of an embarrassing story, but I'll tell it anyway. I love those. Uh, so I, I. <laughs> I become CEO of the Home Depot. This was in January 2007. The housing crisis is starting, and I'm stepping in as the CEO. And as I said, I had given just no thought to running an organization. And I have to, the next day, address 350,000 associates. We have a little <laughs> internal TV you know, set up. People who work in retail would be familiar with it. Their break rooms, the company beams in its message. The associates try to figure out how to turn it off. <laughs> we, so I, I'm supposed to go and speak to 350,000 associates. And I have no idea what to say, just no idea. And I call my son, who uh, fortunately happened to be a store manager at Home Depot. He had served in Iraq and Home Depot had a program of uh, returning veterans being able to work in a store and he had worked his way up to being a store manager at, at in the company. And I said, Frank, because he shares the same name, I said, Frank, uh, first off, I'm going to be the CEO and he laughed. And I said, no, 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 seriously, I'm going to be the CEO. And he said, well, good luck. And I said, well, um, what do you think people want to hear from me? And he said, uh, well, I, I don't know, but I can tell you how I start every meeting every week. We have a weekly meeting with our store associates. And I start by reading this book from that was written by Bernie Marcus and Arthur Blank, the two founders of Home Depot. I read this book. Uh, I read a passage from this book to our associates to get us pumped up for the week ahead. I said, that's brilliant. So I pick up the book and I'm madly flipping through it to find something appropriate to say and uh, fall on the page that talks about the inverted pyramid and that the CEO is at the bottom of the pyramid, not the top of the pyramid, 
just as you say, it's not telling people a bunch of things to do. It's actually figuring out how you serve them and allow them to do a better job in terms of what they're doing. And so I talked about uh, the inverted pyramid in my first talk to 350,000 associates. I didn't really have an idea of the significance of that, but then I spent eight years trying to figure out if you internalize that and if you think as a leader that you are at the bottom of the pyramid and not at the top, what do you do differently? And one of the things you do differently is you realize you don't cascade messages down. You don't lead people from on high. It's actually the reverse. Uh, everything is uphill. You've got to inspire people, energize them, get them understanding what it is that the, your organization is trying to do. And then, as I say, one of the tools for that is recognition and celebration. Sorry, long-winded answer, I love but it. there it is. I love it. And, and when I think about it, when you're talking about this inverted pyramid, I think like if you are even below the tip of that pyramid in, in, in you have that on your shoulders, right? You've got this huge, it goes up and out, this inverted pyramid on your shoulders as, as the leader who is at the bottom. And so how do you then refresh yourself and, cause you know, it's, you're not going to have people calling you out and saying, Oh, you're so right. great. You know, <laughs> how do you continually keep your cup flowing? It's actually a great question. You, you ask a great question. And when I, I talk a lot with people who've just become CEOs and I give them this talk about leading from the inverted pyramid perspective. And one of the things I call out is uh, understand now that this is a weight bearing position and everything is uphill and it takes a lot of effort and uh, you need to figure out how you refresh yourself. In my case, uh, Honestly, uh, I was at a point in my life with my kids grown. Uh, my wife had had a job that she was highly committed to. She worked at Hab she worked at Habitat for Humanity, and she was on the road all the time. Uh, I could make the conscious decision of this is uh, this is all I'm going to do for the next eight years. So that's um, I didn't worry I didn't worry about that refreshment issue too much. Um, I I just, I gave it my all over eight years. And I found actually that the most, uh, the most refreshing thing I did, the thing that I enjoyed the most was every week, wherever I was, because I travel around, you know, Home Depot has over 2,000 stores. Every week I would travel around and try to go to some new city and sit down and have dinner with 14 or so uh, hourly associates from whatever town I was in. And those were just phenomenal. Every single time I'd end those dinners going, I understand what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. Uh, and these people are so awesome and they're giving their time and effort and their time and their lives. Whenever I'd have my own little pity party, I'd realize their lives are so much tougher and so much more difficult uh, that how could I not just want to pour myself into the job? I have my, and if you, I'll give one little vignette from that. That was my first time I did this. Mm -hmm. I having a dinner and, you know, and the idea wasn't to talk about business. It was just to talk about, you know, understand their lives and see what was going on. I'm sitting next to this woman and, and, uh, 
I had my back at the time. I had a problem with my back. And I was sort of complaining. I was doing a little whining about my back. Now, mind you, I had taken the private company plane to fly in to this dinner. And so, really, I mean, you know, but I'm still whining. <laughs> and she goes, oh, you know, I feel for you with back issues. I have back issues. And I said, oh, what's your back issue? And then she describes how she broke one of her vertebrae uh, working in the store. She had to be in a wheelchair for the last three months working in the store. And that's really difficult because you're moving heavy objects around a wheelchair and I'm starting to feel smaller and smaller. <laughs> and I say, oh my gosh, that's difficult. And she said, well, that's not really the hard part. The hard part is when I go home because I have a de developmentally disabled son and he's 10 years old and he's getting quite heavy and I have to bathe him every night. And I'm feeling smaller and smaller oh. and smaller. And the point is, um, I, it was it was a privilege to be able to do it, and I wanted to take advantage of that privilege for those eight years, which which I did, hopefully. And how great. I mean, we cannot as humans, and I think this is a, a tricky thing for us to get into our fleshly minds, but we cannot as humans fix life for everyone, right? We can't, right. even when you're in charge, no. even when you're the CEO, you can't fix everything for everyone. But the fact that you would show up and sit there and ask and listen and have a discussion I think is sometimes, you know, it's, I call it leaning in, you know, like just lean into people and, and see yep. what they're, what they're saying. And, and you did that. And that's really, that's really neat. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, it, as I said, in, in terms of what, uh, what charged up my batteries, it was, um, the, so Home Depot and I've just put in a little plug for Home Depot because, yeah. You know, people think about retail and they think about retail jobs as at the bottom of the scale and all the rest of that. But first off, Home Depot always pays, you know, well for retail jobs. But over and above that, uh, most of the store managers at Home Depot, most of the district managers at Home Depot, they, you know, these aren't people who, you know, went to college or have MBAs. They've worked themselves up the ladder from an hourly associate and are now hugely successful. The woman who runs all stores in the U.S. Um, for Home Depot now, uh, Jamaican-born, she came to the U.S. She started working as an assistant cashier at a Home Depot in Florida, and now she runs all the stores in the country. I mean, there are stories like that every single day of people, you know, really being able to transform their lives if they, if they work hard. And as you say, lean, lean in, mm -hmm. but it's, it's great, great stories. We'll get back to our conversation with Frank Blake from Crazy Good Turns in just a moment. But first, our kindness call. Hello, my name is Danielle Knoll. I am Miss State Fair's Outstanding Teen, which has been pretty exciting for me. And I have a story of kindness I would like to share with all of you. I learned the story and the, the feeling, the emotion of kindness from my grandma. She's a very kind lady, very sweetheart. And one of the lessons that I learned from her that I don't think I'll ever forget is random acts of kindness make the world a better place for everyone. One time in McDonald's, we were standing there, and we could see this uh, older man. He was struggling, walking around, looked like he'd had a hard day. He was pretty exhausted. And there was no one with him, and we just kind of felt bad, so we paid for his meal. And he was so thankful for that. I mean, it was amazing. It, you could tell it just changed his day. That is the power of kindness, and that's something I will never forget. Did you know you can be on the Kindness Podcast? Call the Kindness Hotline with your story. You can leave us a voicemail at the number in the description of this podcast. 
Now, back to the show. So you tell so many great stories as well on Crazy Good Turns, and and we've talked about that being a podcast, but I feel like it has more fingers than that. Can you kind of um, talk about, well, maybe we should first talk about why why the name Crazy Good Turns? <laughs> that was probably a mistake. <laughs> uh, it was because, because, and people have told me afterwards it's a mistake because, you know, your podcast, the kindness podcast, you go, okay, I get it. I know what that's about. Well, no one knows what Crazy Good Turns is about. Uh, I come from New England, and even though I've lived in Atlanta for the last 18 years, but I come from New England, and we have a phrase, we call things wicked good, crazy good, and so, and turns are, you know, doing for others. And so Crazy Good Turns, that's where it came from. But probably not a great idea because no one understands what it's about. But oh, that's no. what it's about. And uh, I love the other part in addition to the podcast is I love doing um, things like giving away copies of your book, The Negativity Remedy. I love that we're going to do that. I think it's good for you even better for our audience to get free copies of your book. I, I encourage people to go on the site and look at your 10 favorite books. Cause we'll also give to one of the people who uh, signs up 10, your 10 favorite books and such an interesting list. I'd love for you just to comment briefly on that for this podcast. And then we just finished a, a thing where basically anybody could send in a request that we'd give a $50 gift card to somebody who'd done something extraordinary for them. Just a, hey, $50 because you're a kind, wonderful person and we want to express our gratitude. And we did, um, I, we did over 500 of those and that, that was awesome too. So love doing that kind of stuff. My daughter was one of the recipients of that. And I No. Yeah. And yes. Oh, that's so fun. It is it was really weird because uh I did not I did not nominate her, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> I, um <laughs> it would be a little close in the family if I nominated her. So I did not, and I didn't even think about nominating her. It didn't even cross my mind that she would be one of the sort of people. But uh she has been making coffee cup sleeves for, gosh, she's 16. She started when she was 11, when I had breast cancer. Awesome. Yeah. And so she's raised $100,000 for the Susan G. Komen Foundation. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. For women with breast cancer. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that's beyond cool. So, You've got to be so proud. Well, yeah. I mean, of course, look at me talk about her right now, right? So yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> but we get this envelope in the mail and it has um, crazy good turns in the, you know, the return address. And so I, of course... Um, look at it, pick it up, think it's for me. And then I look again and it says Jordan Phillips on it. And I'm like, wait, what? And so I, I leave it for her. She comes home from a really long day of school, then cross country practice and all those things teenagers are doing. And she opens it up and her, I'm watching her and her eyes kind of get big and her mouth kind of drops open. And she goes, mom, someone just sent me 50 bucks, <laughs> which is a windfall, oh, so right? Thrilled. What? That's exactly what that's exactly what I hoped would happen. That's I mean you I mean your daughter sounds like just an awesome person to raise a hundred thousand dollars 
Postlures and co- I mean, that's awesome. That's yeah. fantastic. Congratulations. Well, to thanks. Her and to you. Well, thank you for giving her that boost because, you know, it's, it's when we talk about doing, you know, crazy good turns, sometimes, you know, that's why I ask, like, what refills your cup? Because sometimes right. we need a little bit of a, hey, you're doing well. Um, and you gave that to her and that was really neat. And so I just thought, I love that the fact that you've got this podcast that celebrates people, but then all the other things you're doing to reach out and, and touch people in their own lives is awesome. It's just awesome. Well, thank you. As I say, it's, um, I think, uh, I think you, you, and I, I love your podcast. And I love your books. And I think there are profound things that come from, uh, just being kind and, uh, generous. And I feel like, uh, my number one learning journey for whatever remaining time I have is trying to understand more about learning, learning about generosity and kindness and how we can encourage it in others, how we can reinforce it and how we can learn how, I mean, for myself, you know, how, how I can be, um, more generous and kind. So tell me, all right, so I'm going to turn the tables for a second for whatever time we have left and ask you, you got, I've got your ten, I've got your list of your 10 favorite books, some of which I know well, but pick one that may be less well known to your listeners and explain why it's on the list. Oh, I've got to, I got to pull up the list and see what's, what's less well known. All right, you have two books by Bob Goff. Yep. I, I had not heard of the book a man called Ove? oh oh yeah ove or ova ove Ove. It, it depends if you're in sweden or not but yes i always say right. ove ova yeah okay um well uh frederick backman and then let's yeah. pretend this never happened by jenny, jenny lawson, lawson. Mm-hmm. the kindness diaries by leon logothetis yeah Logo- logothetis the little prince i suspect most have heard of the best yes by Lisa, Lisa Turkhurst, yeah. Uh, I mean, The Giving Tree, <laughs> Shell, Silverstein, same kind of different as me, Ron Hall, and An Invisible Thread, Laura Schroff. All right, so pick one of those ten. <laughs> oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Way. Okay, all right. Well, um, I would say The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst would be the one that um, that I would suggest to people. It does have a Christian tilt to it. Um, so yeah. if that's not your jam, then you might not appreciate it. But I will tell you what she taught me in that book, The Best Yes. And my girlfriends and I say it to each other all the time. Is that your best yes? And I use it for when I when people ask me to do things and I know that I'd love to do it. But right now, like it's not going <laughs> to fit in. I can say to people, ah, you know, I'm I apologize, but this is not my best yes right now. And so oh, that's, that's wonderful. Yeah, I love that. It's how we say that. no, because it's good, but it's not the best right, right now for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That's terrific. Yep. That's very good. Okay, now I'm going to put you on the spot. Are you ready? I okay. need to know yeah. either your favorite act of kindness or just an act of kindness that really touched you. It can be something you did or something someone did for you or something from your podcast. Um, but just just something that you went, ah, that that is just so good. It just feels so good. So so the um, I will say the one that uh, this was while I was CEO at Home Depot. It was my first month as CEO and I heard about it and I thought um, this is extraordinary and 
people need to understand. I, I, it's, it was a, it was so extraordinary for me and it was a window into uh, thinking about the company, but we had two associates in a store in New Hampshire and one associate had uh, a kidney issue and I think it's kidney or liver. Gosh, now I'm forgetting which body part. Uh, and the other associate uh, donated her. So it must have been the kidney. Um, and that's not an easy operation. The two associates weren't related. They were just friends. And it was a friend doing for another friend something just extraordinary in my mind. And a colleague. And you go, that's, if, if you have that atmosphere in your workplace, um, what an amazing thing. And what an amazing act of kindness for someone to do for someone else. Um, so that made it a, a big impact on me and, and impacted how I thought about the company from that point mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. And to think that they are in one of the stores is because I, I feel yeah. like people are lights, right? So they are a bright light in that store for everybody who walks in, whether they right. know the backstory exactly. or not. Ooh, that's yeah. good. That's good. Frank, thank yeah. you for taking the time and talking with me today. No. Delightful. Thank you. This was awesome. And everyone, make sure you listen to Crazy Good Turns. Go to crazygoodturns.org. You, um, you're going to be delighted and have all those feel-good chemicals flowing thanks to Frank and his great work. Thank you, Nicole. Great talking to you again. That was a conversation with Frank Blake, creator of Crazy Good Turns. Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, please spread some kindness in the review section. And check out my new book, The Negativity Remedy, now available in stores. 